Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Your brain health. Make an appointment for a free virtual memory screening by calling the Alzheimer's Foundation of America at 866-232-8484. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to To Tell in Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. We'll just keep rocking and rolling here, man. We got, we, you know, we took a day off and we forgot how to do the radio thing. Is I don't happened. think I ever knew. In fact, Reese is asking me if my microphone is on, which is a valid question because often I'm talking in here, find out that no, the doggone thing ain't on, but it is on today. Uh, I can promise you that. Uh, anyway, the podcast available all the time. Rate, review, subscribe on the podcast. The podcast is there thanks to our friends at Alpine Touch and. Blackfoot. Uh, if you want to call, 361-3688 is the phone number. 361-3688, the phone number. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. Also, you can text into that phone number. Text in your responses, thoughts, reviews, all of that. 361-3688. You go ahead and you do that there. Uh, 
bunch of stuff to get to, Coulter. We had a big show plan, and now we got some breaking news out of Eastern Washington that we got to get to as well. But uh, we wanted to go through and just give everybody a quick update on where we're at. Again, in the FCS uh, landscape uh, when it comes to football, who's in, what conferences and teams are in uh, as of now, and who is not. Of course, the big news that we are awaiting is that from the NC2A Board of Governors who were scheduled today to review 14... Items on their agenda list, one of which was whether or not they were going to administer fall sports championships in the fall this forthcoming sports uh, fall sports season. So that has kept the Big Sky Conference and I assume several other conferences in limbo in terms of deciding a, a way forward or the best way forward. And so w- if and when that news comes out, which if it's going to come out, th- th- this this meeting is scheduled to end in 30 minutes, okay? Now, look, any meeting that's happening over Zoom that's an NCAA conference is scheduled to run for six and a half hours, we can assume, you know, could 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 very possibly go longer than that, right? So that's that's fine. We'll see what we get out of it today, but we'll try and find out as much as we possibly can uh, for you and get you that information. Uh, per per in-state sources, uh, no decision has been made yet. Per Sam Herter, Hero Sports, yep. he says he's talked to a few different administrators of FCS schools. They're still waiting. That was as of 43 minutes ago. Then for Brian McLaughlin, Hero Sports, he said FCS slash SOCON talk. Brian has a pretty good um, thumb on the pulse of the Southern Conference as well as the Big South. Some of those conferences that may be a little bit foreign to people and Big Sky Conference country. He said SOCON, uh, FCS SOCON talk. Another strong source tells me 6 p.m. Eastern. So right about right now, the NCAA will release their decision. If, and that they have one, that there is a decision coming today, allegedly, uh, then the SOCON would meet Thursday and discuss the possibility of conference-only play with option to keep non-conference up to each school. And the Big Sky would meet tomorrow, right? It, right. Wasn't that the plan is to yeah. try and decide uh, on Wednesday after a Tuesday announcement, which they are... You know, awaiting, and as we talked about on Friday with with Kent Haslam, Leon Costello, and the commissioner of the conference, Tom Wistersill, uh, it, it, it's not it's not just cut and dried, but it's close to cut and dried. That if if the the, the determining determining factor, the overwhelming determining factor about whether or not there's football in the Big Sky uh, this forthcoming fall is based on whether there's going to be a playoff available to be played in a national playoff, and that decision is the one that is carrying so much weight at this particular late moment as we sit on August the 4th. And we'll get into some of the the hypotheticals or options here because I thought about this a lot over the weekend. I think there's a lot of predictions we could make, both with a lot of validity uh, and also just some that are just completely speculatory, but... I also think that there is this is moving toward actually being a scenario that I thought that is going to be a lot more easy to stomach for people in the great state of Montana. Uh, and we'll get into some of those in the next segment. But first, we have to talk about just sort of the state of unrest that erupted around college football over the weekend in a variety of different elements. You had the Pac-12 had more than 100 players, both uh, anonymously and via their names sort of rise up and, and form this new movement. We are united saying that 
they want to have the choice whether to play or not. And the the buzz phrase has been wealth over health. They, they think that the NCAA, particularly the Power Five conferences, particularly the Pac-12, are prioritizing wealth over health. I'm actually surprised this didn't come sooner. I thought, that, I mean, as we know, young people are oftentimes the most activist-minded sector of the population. I think especially when you talk about the West Coast Pac-12 schools, you have a lot of schools that are thinking person schools. I mean, you, you have intellectuals at, at Cal and Stanford and UCLA and USC. Almost every single school in the Pac-12 is an elite academic institution. So you have guys that are a lot of times going there not just to chase NFL dreams, but also to, to chase intellectual pursuits as well. So I thought this was actually something that would rise up a lot sooner than uh, what we saw over the weekend. That has then trickled down to Idaho. Brett McMurphy at Stadium had an article this, uh, I guess, earlier this morning, sort of an informal straw poll of the University of Idaho's team, quoting players anonymously. He said three quarters of the team does not is not interested in playing an FCS schedule this fall. And then that trickles down now to what you just told me right before the show starts, and that is the, the abrupt resignation of the president of Eastern Washington, which to me... It's it's uh, it's not a coincidence. It's certainly related to the pandemic, and in my opinion, it's certainly related to the future of athletics at the University of Eastern or at Eastern Washington University. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning <laughs> it's it's reached that level of usage and the fact that you left it i knew that you left it at my house you brought it over left it at my house and like a real jerk i said nothing to you because i was like well that's mine dude that's it you came to my house you left it in my house and i'm eating all of it we've gotten so far into this alpine touch obsession i think that i just think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, everything. <laughs> they have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, they are local from the state of Montana. Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch. And it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. So that's the news that is breaking or is just broken earlier on this afternoon. Uh, But Mary Cullinan, uh, who has been the president at Eastern Washington University since 2014, uh, resigned her post today. According to uh, the Spokesman Review, the uh, Spokane paper, this uh, article by Chad Sokol of the Spokesman Review, uh, she resigned amidst questions by faculty members who had voiced doubts about her ability to guide the school through the financial challenges challenges that they're experiencing, which were then made worse by the pandemic. The challenges is certainly worth noting that Eastern Washington was facing financially have been there 
and all of a sudden, then you think you got a you know maybe a way that to build a bridge from one end to the other, and then all of a sudden something like this that's totally unforeseen that you can't even prepare for happens, and now you're in a really bad spot. Uh, for uh, the time being, uh, they have uh, announced that David May will be the interim president. He was a faculty member there, professor, joined in 1999, so he's been at the school you know 20 years uh, now. He's been uh, of the provost as well as vice president for academic affairs most recently. So obviously a major holding major roles at the uh, at the university, and he is going to take over uh, that spot. And and uh, now former President Conan will be a special advisor to him, uh, which makes sense. You know these these things, much as you may know or whatever. I mean they take time to kind of on ramp and off ramp and that sort of thing. You know passing along the information that you have that you 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 want to be in a sounding board, etc. Um, I tweeted this out. Uh, and I think that this is worth noting. I met uh, Mary Conan and her husband uh, at uh, at Washington Grizzly Stadium uh, during uh, an Eastern Washington Grizzly football mm. game. Wh- which one was it? I'm not, trying not, to remember. Not this one last no, year. No, no, no. This two- was the one where Gage Gubert threw three touchdowns in the third quarter That's to right. rally all the way against, back. It was the Bob Stitt led. 24-6 in the third quarter, and then Eastern somehow won the game like 49-41. It was, it was, it was going well for the Grizzlies early and then well for the Eagles later. Um, but it was just her, her husband, and myself for an extended period. I mean, we actually got to sit down and have, well, sit there, but stand there and have, have a pretty long conversation just about, you know, everything. And I, I did not know initially when I was speaking to her who she was. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that, that she was the, the president of the university, but at some point we had introduced ourselves and we had kind of talked back and forth. And, and then she kind of mentioned, oh, yeah, well, the reason I'm here is because... I'm the president of the university. I was like, oh, wow, yeah, that's uh, congratulations to you. Uh, I, For what it's worth, I, I don't pretend to know her or her husband in any sort of personal capacity or anything like that, but we got to have a long extended one-on-two conversation that was uninterrupted and spent quite a bit of time talking sports, talking football, and so on and so forth. And I remember this for two reasons. For what it's worth, and especially now, I feel like this is lost, but she could not have been just a kinder and more unassuming person. And that, in fact, might be part of her down... You know, people want to have strong leadership and so forth and so on, and that's fine and that's important too, but at least in the capacity that I was speaking to her, first of all, she couldn't have been more kind to to me, just, you know, a guy, a member of the media that she doesn't even know just standing there on the rooftop. And so, I, you know, I, I... I'm always appreciative of people who will meet you on that human level, you know, and and so on. And she and her husband certainly were. And I will also remember that it was um, it was just remarkably clear how much of an academic she and her husband were and how not sports related and oriented they were. And they it's worth noting, man, it, it is. And this is not this is not about them not liking football or not being it. They just it, it's. We sit here, we talk on ESPN all day long, and you assume that everybody knows what a ball and a strike is in in baseball, and half the population doesn't know and could give a rip about it, and that's fine. Like, that's great that these people are what they're up to, but, you know, when you're then the leader of the the, the university, it's it's not malice or whatever, but it's easy for it to fall to the wayside when it's just so far out of your wheelhouse. No question, and I think that the University of Montana is such a great example of it as well. If you are a sports school, that is a definitive thing. If sports 
the 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 broad narrative that sports are the front porch of your university is um it's a good one for a lot of places and it's an overblown one for a lot of other places. Notre Dame football is as big as you could possibly be. Notre Dame would still be a world class university if they didn't have a football team. Yeah. Like we've talked about the Ivy League. Princeton and Yale and Harvard do not need football to recruit students. They would have the exact same amount of students and the exact same amount of premier students, football team or otherwise. Yeah. The University of Montana, the enrollment is 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 largely influenced by the quality of the sports programs, particularly the football team. Eastern Washington is the same way. So like you're saying, it doesn't matter if the person is an academic or an athletic-minded person. They have to understand that, though. They not only have to understand it, they have to embrace it. I thought that was the place... That's where the University of Montana took the biggest hit, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. You can talk about scandal, and you can talk about Google and kids just knowing how much uh, a journalist is going to make. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, those sort of things do impact a little bit right. your enrollment. More than anything, though, it's not just the quality of the football team. It was the lack of embracing one of the things that makes the student experience at the University of Montana better than almost anywhere else in the entire region. And that is going to sporting events. You're going to have a better time if you're into that kind of stuff going to Washington Grizzly Stadium or Dahlberg Arena as a student than you are almost anywhere else in the entire Northwestern United States. But for a good 10 years, the University of Montana did not market that. They did not push that. It hurt them. And I, I wonder if this is a similar case because to me, we've had this argument on the show going on a couple months now as these budget downfalls in Eastern Washington, both academically and athletically, have come to the surface The faculty released that report that said that they didn't think that student-athletes or that athletics on campus added to any sort of vibrance in the the campus community. I thought that's just blasphemous. Eastern Washington's enrollment has grown 6,000 kids since they got the red field and won the national championship. You can't say it's directly correlated. One does not equal the other. But it has a huge influence. It's a positive marketing tool for Eastern Washington. Yeah, and and that that was you know there was a select group right of faculty that I think there was four authors and and thirty to forty signees of that, which is you know a significant group of faculty members certainly, uh, and and. I don't know if that's more or less than a lot of other schools. I mean, I think there's a lot of faculty members that that you know find athletics to be at least overbearing and in some cases just completely unreasonable and we'd be better off without them. Totally. And then there's there's a bunch of faculty members who embrace it and love it and go to games and participate in it and and yep. and that and and all of those fields of thought are are part of I guess the the wide university, you know, culture. Stick with me because I want to come back to this, but right now breaking news, the NCAA okay. <laughs> Has punted again. Uh, they will make a decision on the FCS postseason tomorrow morning, according to multiple sources. So the, 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 the meeting ran too long. They were running out of time on the Zoom. They needed to get a nap in and come back to it. So the the twenty five people on this board it was actually pretty interesting to look at it because there was some there were some conference commissioners, there were some athletic directors, but then there was just some random people. Grant Hill is on this board. I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't. But but all I, when I first read that, all I thought was. Well, Grant Hill, while being an incredibly smart and awesome guy and a great figurehead for sports, he has no clue about FCS football. There's no right. chance he has a clue about FCS football. <laughs> so, so why would he give a rip about it, right? I was looking at all these names. I'm like, well, that person has no idea. That person has no idea. I think that when I went through the whole list, I, I thought favorably probably seven of the 25 people in the room even have any idea about and, and it. This is I mean, thing. the president of the NCAA doesn't even know how the FCS playoff works. He said it on the record. That's incredible. Yeah. 
Uh, it is incredible. All right. Well, so, but I, on that note, though, the Big Sky ADs are supposed to be meeting right now. I guarantee you that ain't happening because what are they going to do? Just say, okay, let's talk about nothing? I mean, I'll say this. Look, we understand this is not surprising, especially when you think you're going to get – anytime you put 14 items on the agenda, you got 25 people on a Zoom call, and you're going to try and get through it. Good luck, right? Right. At least they're going to reconvene this thing tomorrow morning. As opposed to going, well, you know, everybody's got different schedules. We'll try and reschedule it for a week and a half from now. You know, that is that would be completely unacceptable. I I, I understand this. It's six thirty on the West Coast. Almost, they're hungry. You don't make good decisions when you're hungry. I don't make good decisions even when I'm not hungry. <laughs> but especially when I'm hungry, I, it goes bad. So you know, that's fine. To, to finish up this this conversation about Eastern Washington and the, and the state of Washington in general, you've lived in Washington for a long time. I lived yep. in Washington for a brief time. Ironic. This is complete. Since I'm wearing my Central Washington football shirt, up, go Wildcats! But you know this: the the universities, the the the, the four big universities in Washington, UW, University of Washington in Seattle, Washington State and Pullman, Central Washington and Ellensburg, where I used to live. Mm-hmm. And Eastern Washington are distinctly different. Yeah, I would throw Gonzaga in there. Well, but Gonzaga, obviously not, and that's football. and that's distinctly different too, because Gonzaga is yeah. a private school in a small city. For sure. Then you have Central Washington, which is a actually a really good school for certain things. I mean, they have one of the best craft brewing degrees mm-hmm. in the country. They were the first ones to offer a degree in craft brewing. It's also the used to be the normal school of Washington, so they had education. A lot of the teachers yeah. go there. And it has a, somewhat of a vibrant college campus, although it's 90 minutes from Seattle. So it's sort of split between quaint college town that's also a quaint agricultural town that's also a commuter school right then you have washington state which is on the palouse but a great college town mm-hmm. a party school a place where but also a great is academic institution too. one of the best journalism programs in the country one of the best communications departments period and then you have eastern washington and eastern washington is not quaint like ellensburg it's just small it's not vibrant like Ellensburg or Pullman. It's just boring. It, it doesn't have any of the things that any of the other it, schools... It's got striking distance to Spokane is what it's got. Right. But that's not that appealing to more than half of the state of Washington. No, no doubt. It's appealing to maybe people in western Montana or Idaho. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, western Washington, eastern Washington is very much like Montana. It's two different places. Yeah. People talk about it. People talk about. I'm from west. I'm from the west side. Mm-hmm. I'm from the east side. Like they talk about oh, the no, definitive differences. No doubt. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24/7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here. And if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore. 
your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.